Jesus says, hey, we're going to go have dinner, but you can't eat pizza for the rest of your <laughs> life. <laughs> would you be okay with that? Yeah. You know, and it's like. If Jesus is telling me, no problem. No problem. No well, questions keep, asked. Keep your pie. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to The Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. I, I should have worn my red shirt. Yeah, then we could have been ketchup and mustard. <laughs> we could have did it again. I got my uh, mustard uh, mustard seed uh, mustard bottle shirt on today. That is one of my favorite shirts that you wear out of all of the, like, <laughs> your religious shirts. Yeah. I love that one. When, when we recorded that episode and I was wearing a red yeah. shirt and that was completely on accident. Yeah, we didn't even realize. <laughs> we were ketchup and mustard. <laughs> That's uh, so good. I could wear a green shirt and we'll be, I'll bring relish into yeah. the relish. Yeah. Yeah. I think they actually sell like a ketchup one like this, like really? ketchup with Jesus. And I think they sell Ooh. a relish one too. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. Look That's that. great. We got to find that. Yeah. If you ever do like live shows in the future, yeah. like we can travel, like you can wear. Here comes ketchup. <laughs> Here they come, the condiments. The, yeah, my goodness. <laughs> that would be an interesting uh, nickname just to be. A, <laughs> it's like there are the condiment boys. <laughs> Herod's ketchup and mustard again. That's what I need for the soundboard, the sound of like mustard squeezing. If you say if we say a word wrong, it'll just be. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely need uh, corrections. I make a lot of mistakes <laughs> on words. <laughs> That's what we should do with the soundboard. That's what we'll have. Yeah, if we yeah. like know we mess up a word, it'll be something wrong. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Zacchaeus. That could be a tough one to pronounce, but I'm glad we're going to get that one right. <laughs> Zacchaeus. We'll, Zacchaeus. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Zacchaeus today. Um, Tax collector. Or short guy. I just remember you calling him a little pipsqueak. My mom did. Yeah. My mom said the little twerp. The little twerp. That's what it was. The little twerp. He's probably, if uh, you're looking for height size, think of Lord Farquaad from... Uh, Farquaad. Farquaad from... Oh, hit that <laughs> button. <laughs> Lord is, yeah. uh, Farquaad <laughs> from uh, Shrek. How tiny. You know what's funny with that movie? I always remember, like... Pushing down the cake, the like she pushed the the cake the topper guy down, down yes. to make him like make actual him size how short he was. When the gingerbread man was laying on the table and he had to have the table lowered so yeah. he could see it. <laughs> uh, Do you know the Muffin movie. Man? That Shrek is a great movie. We watched. Um, oh man, that was a really good movie. We watched um, Luca. No, Luca is a great movie. Why am I blanking on this? The skeleton Disney movie. That, oh, Coco. Oh, Coco. Coco. Man. That's great. That's movie another too. soundboard we need when you just go blank. We'll yeah, just have a. Yeah. I, <laughs> Coco. <laughs> that was an awesome movie. Coco's great. Yeah, it's good. Ah, it's my, my kids love the music from it. They're, yes. They dance all the time to Un Poco Loco. Yes. Remember me. Remember. Remember. Me. That was a great movie. I hadn't seen it before, but we watched it um, the other day and it was funny. It really. I was. It was funny how it hit me at the right time because I was listening to a few um, videos talking about like death, well, like like the actual like to think about death and the fact that like we all die and how that can really kind of impact the way we live in the sense of like 
It's very detailed. I won't go too far into it, but I've been thinking about that a little bit more. So it was really interesting to think about the fact that this culture and how they honor and remember their mm-hmm. their relatives who have died. And it through was pictures like and pictures and, and I think that's so cool. And I want to do that more to think about like who has come before us and how they have really shaped the way we live. Because Father Mike was talking about it in one of his homilies and it was oh. like, you're going to die and you're going to be forgotten about. And it was like it's rude. It's it's a, it's a crazy concept. <laughs> At least I'll be remembered like, for one generation. Yeah, but then <laughs> yeah, after yeah. that, and it's like you got like, do you know um, grandma and grandpa's grandparents? No, or no, no, or even her parents. But here well, they are. Most in I know is about um, my mom always talks about her poppy. That's it. Yes. Yes. Okay. I I've, I've heard that name too. Yeah. With that, but that's interesting. And this culture, like Coco, <laughs> is so cool how they kept talking about their relatives and how like that's that's it was just really neat i well, enjoyed the movie one person uh and uh who we always remember is jesus so there you go that's great there's our relatives there's someone we didn't yeah. forget him no but it's an interesting thought i thought about that of like our mission on on earth and life and like i guess it really becomes your mission is your children in a way where like once you start having children it's like i want to live a certain way that they either kind of lead or live by my example, or I live in a certain way that allows them to do X, Y, and Z in their Mm -hmm. life. Really interesting to think about like life after death and like what that is for not only here on earth, but then life after death in heaven. Well, so many good thing is when you go to heaven, you don't even think about it. You're just there and enjoying it. Do you have an image of heaven? Like have you Um, created an image of heaven in your head? Yeah, I feel like I do. Um, I used to just think it was just like cornfields and baseball, you know, <laughs> like, uh, what's that, what's that um, movie? Field of Dreams. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I used to, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to go, uh, play with Babe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> this is heaven. Is this heaven? But, um. No. Now it's like listening more to people, um, about, talk about it. It's like you, like everyone gets like a mansion or something like that. Like, um. Like upload, you ever see upload yeah. on uh, Amazon Prime? Oh yeah, where they get <laughs> uploaded after they die into like this. You could go and you pay for it. Like yeah. how nice you live after heaven, after your life. Yeah, I like. I still like the image of it being something that, like a field or something that like is personal to you. I the shack. You ever see the movie The Shack or read the book of The Shack? No. Um, where they kind of portray like he meets different people where they're portrayed as like Jesus. Um, forget exactly who the other people are. Have you ever seen The Shack, Josh? No. The Shack is a great movie and book. It's really sad. Um, but he, he is on like this beautiful lake and the house is on the lake and there are all these mountains and the water and stuff like that. Like I always picture that for me. I would love to be. Uh, maybe heaven is just unlimited golf. Maybe I'll get to play <laughs> golf all day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, from this one person, they talk about how uh, each person is uh, gifted a mansion. And, you know, you're not with who you're married. Um, and uh, on earth, you know. You're, just, you're on your own? Yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you, and you never truly know, like, say I die, I won't know, like, like be missing you up in heaven. Like, you're really? Not, yeah, you're not until they get there. Oh. See, like, I always like to think there's still a connection Because, like, think there. about it, like, how you're just up, if, uh, if you're up there just, like, oh, 
Can't wait until Ryan kicks it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so bored. <laughs> What's going on? You know? Finally, you're dead. <laughs> I like to think of it and, as there's still that. And you're greeted that. by all your loved ones and family when you get there. We're up like, there, already. Yeah. Like in Coco, when they get off the train. Yeah. <laughs> Departures and arrivals. Like yeah. that's, that's the part, like, like we, we miss them and think about them all the time, but that's the part, like, that one thing, like, is going to be great is, like, how... Like, you won't know, say someone doesn't make it. You won't know they're not there. Like, oh, sure. where, you know. But then what a bit about it on the flip side of, like, I like to think that grandma is, like, still watching over and, like, a part of everything that they I can. Do. I think they can watch us, but, like, I don't think, like, you know, like, they're not going to be, like, say, like, someone didn't make, say, like, I don't know, someone didn't make it, mm. like, a friend or something. You're not, like, oh, did they make it in? Did they, <laughs> did they you know. You've been banished. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. I wonder, I, I mean, it's cool to just wonder, right? Because I guess we'll, we won't know until after the fact. But this I think is, the, the book of Revelation gives a lot of good, like uh, good, good images of what it could look like or what it could be like. Just saying like, you know, it's like emeralds and jade and gold and like everything is just this like beauty and like beauty beyond our understanding. Like there's no sun because it's just God who's just the light that brings hmm. light to everything. You know, it's just perfect unity with with God and with the Trinity. So it's, you know, I mean, perfect, you know. Exactly. Like, what is that perfect, right? Yeah. And that beauty among compare mansions like you can never tell. Is it a beautiful lake? That's interesting. That, I should the, dive they into always Revelation say you're, in one of our episodes now. building your treasure in heaven while you're here, so. Hmm. I mean, if you think about how... Yeah, we're going to dive into Revelation one of these days. If you think about how um, if God is all perfect and all powerful, like that's what heaven should be like too as well, right? So, yeah, it's interesting if Revelation touches on that. We should find that episode. Um, got anything else for us on this pre topic? We should do this on one of the episodes. I'm sorry. Oh, gotcha. Hit the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> we should, yeah, we should get into that on one of these episodes. That would be cool. Um, there are so many pieces of the Bible that I feel like we aren't even uh, touching yet. explored yet. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's so much. That's a great thing. We can keep going and going and going. And hopefully, you don't get tired of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got some da- maybe some dad jokes that I saw. Okay, hit right. us. This guy came to my door. Okay. And uh, he's like, "Can you donate for the local uh, um, swim team?" So I gave him a cup of water. <laughs> that was a great donation by you. <laughs> was it chlorinated? Is that a word? I got to figure that out. <laughs> Chlorine not included. <laughs> this is why we need headphones. I did the rim shot. So the yeah. <laughs> is it a guess? Like if you press a button right now, you don't know what the sound is? No, no, I, I see. It, it, like, it tells me what the buttons are. Okay, so you kind of know. I love that we have a soundboard now. <laughs> we really haven't done much with it, but it's just so cool to be able to say. We'll just give dad jokes here and there. Just to hit the punch. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, All right, so you want to get into today's topic? Yeah, let's get into uh, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. His name reminds me of that um, bug, that uh, cicada. A cicada. A cicada. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We got, cicadas are the ones that make that loud, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like at night, you and they're like, like they're oh no, they're dead. Yeah, like, they're big. Yes, yeah. they're like heat bugs. 
I think they're like, right? like, like flies. They look like flies. But don't quote cool me on this. Huge, they're from the huge. like yeah. dinosaur age, maybe. No, I think they're from. I don't know. I'm not sure. Look it up. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. They were saying uh, in the new Jurassic World or park, like uh, um, locusts, locusts. Mm. Though that they're from there, but yeah. that's a movie. Well, cicadas are, are similar to locusts where they, like, will be dormant for, like, a long period of mm-hmm. time. Like, that was the thing. Like, I think every 13 years or something, they come back. And they're crazy. They're, like, I have so many. They're so loud. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. so loud. So loud. It's just, like, randomly in the middle of the day, you'll hear that, like. And they stay. I guess they uh, shed. I found a big one in my backyard. Yes. You can shed it. They, like, yeah. lose their exoskeleton, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, right? weird to their see. Skin. Yeah. And it was, like, glued to the tree. It's really? hard to get <laughs> Yeah. He just yeah. wiggled his way out of it and left it behind. Went up there and never shut up. He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. whatever yeah. sound they make. That's, <laughs> they should they're so loud. There was a bear sighting. Uh, in Woodlock? In Woodlock, yeah. Oh. Bear poop. Oh. Yeah, it was massive. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I've, uh, I actually thought about that one of these days. I was like, what would you do if you came across a bear? There's more. I don't know. Well, there's that saying, right? So if it's a brown bear, what is it? You make uh, noise. Brown, right? lie down, black, that- attack, and white, good night. Because <laughs> if it's a polar bear, you're dead. You're dead. There's no yeah. survival. Grizzly. Polar bear. Yeah. So with the, with oh, the, polar bears. Yeah. They're- yeah. Yeah. So with the brown bears or so grizzly bears, you just pretend like you're dead. You play dead. Is that what it is? Yeah. And then you go after black bears. You're supposed to attack them. You know, make yourself look bigger and be loud and loud bang things, yeah, right? Banging things. That's black bears. Yeah. Yep. Years, okay. a, years ago. Um, a black bear just walked into Olive Garden, and uh, this, uh, I think it was Conan O'Brien, he's like, smart, because they can't shoot him, because once you're there, you're family. <laughs> when you hear your family. Uh, the room shut. <laughs> but, um. I love Olive Garden. Endless breadsticks. Uh, not anymore. 85. They limited you now. I don't know who was having 85 breadsticks, but. They yeah. cut you off they at 85? They cut 85? you off at 85. Oh, Whoa. man. Yeah, not, you know, hard times. That's so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when I want 86 breadsticks? I can't go to Olive Garden anymore. <laughs> oh. I want to know who got that far. Exactly, where they figured that out. <laughs> or someone just had a, they're throwing it in their backpack or they're something. They're taking it with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. sir, you're cut yeah. off. <laughs> You've only had 85. Man. Well, I guess I'm... Um, not gonna have 86 breadsticks at Olive Garden anymore. Ooh. But well, maybe Oops. Zacchaeus had breadsticks maybe when he had, had Jesus yeah. over for dinner. But uh, yeah, let's get into that a little. It's another like uh, um, redemption story again, following last week's um, prodigal son. Yeah, so it's like another redemption in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. He was hated. He was a tax collector. Tax collectors back then were like hated by everyone and just. Everyone was judging Jesus hard. Jesus knew him, but like we said many times, like the devil knows you by your sins. Jesus knows you by your name. Pulled him out by his name. He said, get down from there. You're hosting me for dinner. <laughs> Staying at yeah. your house today. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? Him? He's a sinner. Jesus, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, it's just uh, a good story of how he, like, changed. He did a 180. Of course. Yeah, it is interesting, right? I mean, obviously, tax collectors, you're collecting money from people, so I can imagine that you're not liked from the beginning. But this guy was 
clearly shaving some off the top because he was very rich. I like how they said that. He, he even he said like rich. those I've wronged, I pay back in double, and so he must have done it to a lot of people. Of course, and that's why that's why my mom called him a little twerp. A little twerp. <laughs> he had to make up for his short stature yeah. with his wealthy riches. Yes. Yeah, so, so Jesus was coming to town, and um, everyone's gathering, and he's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And uh, he couldn't um, uh, see because he's short. And he was trying to push his way through. He couldn't get through. So he climbed, he climbed uh, a sycamore tree, I believe. Sycamore tree, yeah. Uh, he climbed that because he knew Jesus would come that way. And uh, that's where Jesus like, hey, get down from there. You're hosting me for dinner. <laughs> hosting all, all of us for dinner. Isn't the sycamore tree in uh, Pocahontas? That's a willow. Oh, is that the same thing? I think of the 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 song how I think Sycamore Tree is mentioned in the song. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Yeah. In the which one is that? Colors of the Wind? Yeah, the Colors wind? of the Wind. It's yeah. like how high does the sycamore grow? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do that. Well, that's why Zacharias ah, hit the button. <laughs> Zacchaeus climbed Zacchaeus. a sycamore tree because it was so high. <laughs> he knew he was like, this is the highest one. He said, Thanks, Pocahontas, for letting me know. But <laughs> I thought that was cool. I love how he climbs the tree. I think that is such a neat image for us to be reminded of like, here I am getting into images. But I do think that that is kind of neat for him to get on a tree to see Jesus. Every, I feel like there are multiple stories that we've dove into now where there's been someone who has identified that Jesus is important. Like, I need mm -hmm. to see this man. And he gave up half his possessions. And, and it was a radical change. Yeah. yeah, again, there's a radical change. Like Zacchaeus says... Okay, I'm giving up half of my goods I gave to the poor. It's just amazing how Jesus can get these people that are known sinners and just, you know, I mean, that's his, uh, his MO. Exactly. To find you and bring you to the light. Yes, he's came to, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Like I he's wanted to know out. what he served, though, for dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? He was pretty wealthy. He said he was rich. <laughs> But he just gave everything to the poor, so he probably had no food. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. But that, uh, the line, like, I came to seek and to save the lost. Like, Jesus seeks after. Like, I love that again. It's just he's seeking. Like, like we talked about the Father's relentless love in the previous episode. Like, Jesus is out here seeking the sinner. Like, the people that. And that's the thing, too. Like, everyone's mumbling behind. Like, oh, he surrounds himself with sinners. And yeah. People that weren't really. Weren't understanding. And the Pharisees are walking around thinking, you know, we are the holy ones. We are the ones that should be saved. And it's, it's the sinners that people have not made the best choices. But it goes to, again, it's kind of similar. And I th maybe this is because of the theme. Of, these are both a part of Luke's gospel. But there was that sort of a repenting type of identity, identifying that, you know, I need to give these things up. I need to ask for forgiveness from the Lord and, and that what he is calling me to like requires that and that Zacchaeus was willing to do that. Like he was willing to give that up. I don't think the Pharisees and any of them were willing to give up, you know, their possessions and the things that they had to live the way that Jesus was asking them to live. Mm -hmm. And that's what like for us, like we could think about, it's like what holds us back from following Jesus? Like what are the things that we're holding on to? It was funny when you mentioned in the last episode, pizza or pasta. Like, what mm. would you give up? Like, that just, I just got reminded of that. Yeah. And it's like, what's in our life 
Jesus says, hey, we're going to go have dinner, but you can't eat pizza for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. <laughs> but you would be okay with that. Yeah. You know, and it's like. If Jesus is telling me, no problem. No problem. No <laughs> questions keep, asked. Keep your pie. <laughs> I'd rather follow you. Well, that's where. Um, you were saying something interesting that I was thinking about. Um, like what we take in or what. We, so it's like what what you allow through your gates. Like say you're watching like. You ever like I, I've said it before, like watch something and then you just feel you start feeling like awful or bad or something, or even like watching like a lot of like uh the bar stool stuff or stuff like that. It's just like, oh, what am I doing? I could be like uh reading a book or learning something or doing something better instead of wasting my time on mm. things that like like yeah, it's something like you enjoy and like that's the uh point of all this is like we're showing you like you can live a life you can do things that are fun as long as you give a lot of back to the lord and you're there for him and um that's what the story is like now i'm gonna i was saying his name right now (laughs) the story of zacchaeus is showing like he was like way far gone and he said he's going to give up half of his stuff which you probably didn't need and uh like that is showing us like you can still live and still praise the lord in the correct way and Mm. not you know taking things and just yeah i agree yeah i don't know no you're right i think that is such a cool connection to all of this is and that's where it's like what are those things that might be taking our time away like from uh, i'll give you an example i was i used to watch um i used to watch a lot of things that i i stopped now i used to, i i stopped a long long time ago i would put south park on because all my friends watch it i i really dislike that show now mm. and uh recently the boys i used to watch you know i thought it was cool i was like oh bad superhero it's just you, you the things it's just gross and just not good and i was like why am i even like watching this it's become harder and harder in today's world to like find those things that are more wholesome than than not yeah. you know everything is and it's all subtle and it's happened over so much time like we've talked about um like you talk about like these different hot button topics within the world of just like abortion and um you know gay rights and just these different things that for us as catholic we stand against and yeah and has now been perceived as like bad, bad. for us to yeah, feel that, that way that right you feel, but, but that okay didn't just happen overnight right it was always these like little things like you mentioning the different episodes or shows that we watch and like yeah how everything was just kind of slowly interjected even, over time even just like how every show is just making men look so dumb and just like where in you know if we don't have like of course the women are our lives we love them and respect them and appreciate them and uh but just to like who needs a man you know it's just very mm. uh that's yeah. what they're forcing down people's throats they're forcing everything down people's throats even with the new buzz lightyear show uh, movie oh yeah and uh all that stuff is just like a lot of forcing uh, their issues and their agenda, which is annoying. And like you mentioned too earlier, is like how it slowly like conf- like 
you kind of conform to it in a way. It's like, you know, you've watched it so many times that you're just like, oh, it's okay. It's like it's a TV show. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like at South Park. It's okay. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that gets harder to stand strong against something that's popular. Yeah. Um, and it's harder to shield yourself. Or you also don't realize how quickly it's just like diluting the way you can live yeah. and how you can be. And, you know, we're called to so much more. And it's like, what are those things that we can remove ourselves from that it can allow us to, you know, live to be so much more. It's hard to step away from those things too, just because like, of it's like just a part of your life. And everyone, yeah, exactly. But we all have our little guilty pleasures where with things like I, I'm never going to give up wrestling. I love <laughs> watching wrestling. That's my, uh, my, my soaps, I call it. Your soaps, like my your soaps. soap operas. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. Only they beat each other up. <laughs> it's more manly. Yeah, it's manly. <laughs> well, that's funny too. You mentioned manliness and like the idea of um, what men are portrayed as nowadays, and then, yeah. and then it's also a um, the word. It's also be you, like be yourself. And I think that sometimes we're losing the sight of how it is when Jesus says. Like, Jesus wants us to be the best version of ourselves. Like, Matthew Kelly says that a lot, and I think that's a cool thing for us to remind ourselves of that. And that can mean something completely different than, you know, the idea of, like, oh, be who you are, feel you want to be. You know, like, change your identity. You weren't born the, the correct way. You know, you can be whoever you want. And it's a, it's a fine line, and I think that that's where, like, slowly people have accepted it in the sense of, like, oh, well, it's for the good of the person. You know what I mean? So it's like this slow kind of like manipulation of what mm. it means to like be truly yourself and it's how been, you can find Yeah, like that. you said, it's been a slow pace of just like changing everyone's thinking. And like even the fact that they're trying to cancel people for like movie lines that they said. It's like, okay, Years someone ago. else wrote that and they're saying what is on the paper and it was okay back in 2008 and it's different now. Now it's like. Got all these people like cancel them. Cancel it, yeah. You just like, uh, they tried to cancel Bradley Cooper. Oh really? For the Hangover. Oh jeez. Yeah. So I mean, you could look at it's anything. It's like okay, it's a movie, mm. and uh, whatever. We live in a very unique time right now. Yeah, we're probably canceled right now. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost all of our subscribers. <laughs> it's unique. It's an interesting world that we're in, and it's like I think that's kind of the point of this journey that we're talking about, and it's like figuring that out. You know, how do you exist in a world like today of just, you know, what the media presents and, you know, what is told is good and what is told and, is and bad. And to change the, we need to change the, uh, I don't know the correct word, perspective of like our faith, uh, how like if you talk about it, you're just like, oh, you're a crazy uh, person mm. who just like wants, or even like how, look at, we're not going to get into politics, but I just want to use this as an example. Look at if you say you're a Republican, people are like, um, oh, you're one of those. It creates like, an image just before like, they even know even the person. Even as a Democrat, you see one of that. Like, yeah, same on both sides. Like, they, everyone looks at Back in the day, like, it was never like that. And I wish we could go back to that where it's like, okay. But, like, just, like, the part where it's like you're not judging so hard on things. But it's like you come stronger on issues, like, especially with abortion and like that's the problem like that like our faith is um we're we're looked at as crazy people that want to um keep the baby or 
force our religion on people where we're just like giving you the avenue to go the correct way, like the way of faith and we're telling you about it. That's it. We There's want options, you. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's I'm not going to sit there and dump holy water over you and tell you, you know? Yeah. It's become harder to talk about your, our faith. Yeah. It really is. It's a hard conversation because it's like, how do you approach it in a way that shows people a different light to yeah. it? You know, like it's not, it's hard to put the point across, but that's where I think we're trying our best to like read these Bible stories and then figure out, you know, what is it that you connect with? What is it that I connect with in these stories? And then it's like, how does that fit into today's world? And that's where like the Bible in a year was so cool, where it was like a lot of these millions of people who are listening to the Bible again. And Father Mike Schmitz does such a cool job of like showing people how it does fit in mm-hmm. today's world. I just watched his one where he was showing off his tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got a tattoo. I love that because he wanted to be able to say the name of Jesus Christ if people ask him about it. You know, like that's a cool thing. And like the way that he communicates can be such an inspiration for everyone. Like that's where I try my best to like listen to them and to listen to guys like that because I think- it's like... You can learn so much from that. We are turning into a better, for our faith, like a better avenue, better um, highlight. Because, like, you have people like Mark Wahlberg coming out a lot more. You have that um, Halo. Halo Hol- uh, yeah, the Hollow app. The Hollow app, which is. Hollow. Um, we said that right. Yeah. <laughs> they got the Hollow app. Hollow. Yeah. Uh, Hello. We got that app, which is. Um, yeah, Hollow is great. You know, gives you all this different mm-hmm. avenues to go. And it. That's the thing. As much as it's easier to find bad things, like you're easier to get into bad things than it is to find the good things. But the good things are out there if you search for it. Yeah. And that's where, exactly, man. I think that that's where the community can really be built. It's like figuring out how you can find all of those different avenues and then talk about those different mm-hmm. avenues and, and that's learn what from Hollow all of does that. so good. And then even like um, Hollow. Hollow. I'm, you know what I think of when I think of that? Uh, the little uh, Clementines, the halos. <laughs> it's you know. a completely different word. <laughs> I know, but that's where my mind, every time I'm just picturing a little Clementine. Yeah, I know. Boy, you struggle with it, it so it much. It kind of looks like the, the sticker. It does. Well, that, that's what throws me off. 100%, because the app's image <laughs> yeah. is, a, is a halo, yeah. but it's halo. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like our father. Get it together. How that would be that name. Yeah. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you know who this was, but I think there was a pope who had mentioned about Catholicism and the direction it's going and that over time it's going to become a lot smaller. Yeah, Pope Benedict. Yes. Yeah, so the Benedict option. It was Pope Benedict. Didn't he say he wants to retire soon? No, Pope Francis is the Pope. Pope Francis. Yeah, yeah, that's all. He's thinking about it, yeah. He should. He should. <laughs> oh, hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah the, the Benedict option. So what it was, was he had this like prophecy or he had this like vision of, of the future of the church. And he believed that the church is going to be getting smaller and smaller as time progresses, you know, becoming more like community based and like kind of back to our roots, uh, kind of clearing out the lukewarm Catholics and which I don't know, we're kind of seeing that nowadays. I mean. A lot of people have left, and, you know, we're getting those who are left behind have really devout, very strong faiths that, you know, the idea is that we can kind of rebuild it into the future, you know, before Christ comes. So, yeah. I think think a lot of the problems, too, was, like, 
how it was being run, uh, why people left, and they went to all these non-denominational churches with, like, all the scandals, how they just covered up all the uh, abuse to the children, which... I mean, there's a million reasons, but, but yeah. And, yeah. And that's one of my main things why I... I and I think that, like, kind of to, almost, like, in a way, like, counter that point, because I do understand how that can be, like, a big issue and reasoning why, and I think that that's why it's important to have that relationship with Christ, because ultimately, like, it's people that run institutions and can be, like, we're all sinners, right? So, like, they've made mistakes, and the church itself as an institution hasn't been, but it's, it's the relationship with Christ ultimately that I think is the reason why we want to be Catholic and be a Christian is because of that relationship with Christ. And I think that's what goes to like that root, you know, what people are talking about within that community. And I think that that relationship piece can be such a huge factor in that. Um, yeah. It's interesting. And, and it's truth. It's truth. Truth is worth you know, and, so, and that's yeah. hard. It's a hard concept in today's world, but like we as Catholics believe it to be true. Like it doesn't matter what, priests are doing or what they're saying or acting like it's still what the church teaches is truth and so that's not going to change you can't change truth yeah people have done some really bad things right there's no changing or denying that right and it's been wrong and, and it's hurt many people but it's the idea of like you said like that truth it's still true it's still our faith and that's where i think where we can kind of take that next step again it's like go back to that truth that's the one that thing like is. i had to come to terms with like i can't like be mad at what these what they did mm. because they are a man and it's not i'm not what am i going to take it out on jesus in the bible <laughs> like just because of what the people running the church did or like yeah. that like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm very strongly against the Anyone who touch harms a child, so yeah, sure. I mean, I'm sure everyone is, but <laughs> as everyone should yeah. be. You know? But it, it just, it just, yeah, that part disgusted me, and I kind of like, I didn't like walk away from it. Like it just like, you know, it rightfully so really, can hinder yeah. a relationship. You can feel a certain way, yeah, and that's where like, but my yeah, my grandmother who's a Lutheran, like I talked to her more about it, and she's like, she explained that to me, like it's it's men who are making the you know these horrible choices and it's not like god like don't you have this beautiful faith like do not like step away from it mm -hmm. yeah oh, that's a great that's a great line yeah, yeah. It, is, it is beautiful and it's a great it's a great way to continue to talk about it more and to be able to like like when we're talking about things and how like we're trying our best to like expose like what the words are like that god is telling us here because it's his words that i think ultimately can be that saving grace or can be that connection piece for you and you hope like you hope you're fortunate enough like we are like a christ the king with father rob like that you have these priests that can be so because there are some awesome priests out there that can really help yep. you take that next step too you know um and that's where that like tight-knit community really comes in and i think that what we're kind of existing in this social media platform of youtube and things like that and that you have guys that are out there that are existing and doing a really good job of it too and we're trying to you know one day get there but yeah. um, i think that's great what's great too is like what we do with the bible how we read the stories or go over it is like how i think we're, each generation or each decade or whatever we read these stories and we're 
trying to relate it to what's happening now. Mm. And like, uh, that's great that you can still do that. Uh, it's pretty, many, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about farming and, and yeah. animals and losing sheep. Yeah. <laughs> but it can connect to everything that we have in our daily lives. Yeah, it, it is unique. That's why it's God's words. I mean, it just transcends time. It's it's pretty wild. And yeah. that's what we're saying too. Like there are so many pieces of it that we haven't even gotten to yet. And that's where I think um, I was reading like, like the Acts of the Apostles and like all of the works of the Apostles is so unique and cool because it was about like experiences and how they lived their life after Jesus' death and what they did to incorporate that into like convert millions you know like yeah it's a cool it's a cool thing so i i think i mentioned that before too it's like just really like we talk about what our hobbies are things that we can get into and like if you're into like history or just learning or discovering new things like you can find that in your faith the robe and like i i just saw this article about like they felt like jesus's robe that he wore uh is displayed and then the cloak they put over him uh, when he died and, like, the image. The strata to yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's an That's awesome crazy. story. And even the um, nails that were in him they really? have. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, just saw this whole thing on, uh, on that uh, Catholic uh, um, church Facebook. Oh, they really? posted the article. The shroud, the shroud of Turin is such a crazy thing. It's and amazing. The, yeah. the blood... That came off of the image, the painting too. That came yeah. out of the painting, really cool. That's very cool. Yeah. It's so neat. I love all that. I want to like do more about that too as we go forward. Maybe we'll figure out different ways to talk about all of it. Um, but yeah, we'll tie it all into Zacchaeus, our our boy up in the tree. Um, yeah, someone who was so hated in the town, and uh, that's the great part is like Jesus reached out to him, changed his life. Just by like talking to him. Yeah. Think about that too. Like, if more people like talk to him, maybe it would have not been so, it, it, so bad. Mm. You know. Exactly. And it was a unique thing for Jesus to be associating himself with them. And like, here we are in today's world. Oh. Like, we're we're unique. It's and, not. You know, Jesus has he's had Matthew, so he reaches out to these people. You know, yeah. the tax collectors. Zacchaeus was like the older brother. And uh, the power of the prodigal son. He's like, you picked Matthew over me? He's <laughs> like, what the? He's like, I was the tax collector you wanted. <laughs> like, ah, no, Matthew. No, like Matthew's Matthew. better. <laughs> Matthew's got a whole chapters. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Cool. I love talking about this and diving into like, kind of like what we're dealing with today. Because I think that that's so important. It's really unique. And I think that that, the more you can talk about it, the more we can have conversations about it and approach it in a way that, like we've talked about that in different episodes, like how you can approach it in a way that's not, I'm right, you're wrong, but more of like a, hey, how can we have conversations or, yep. or live a certain way that make people think differently or make, people, make us think differently, man. Like I, I, I love being able to get to have these conversations each week because then it can help me like throughout my week be able mm-hmm. to like remind myself of like, oh, you know, we read about this. You know, yeah. We talked about this. Let me think about that a little bit more. So wow. yeah, really good. Love it. You got anything, any shout outs this week? Mm, nope. You got anything? I would shout out my, my dad. Yeah, shout out Uncle James. So, yeah, he's been listening to Austin every week. And he always is, I enjoy talking to him about it. And as things have been going on, he's been yeah. supporting. Um, and I also want to shout him out because uh, he hit me with a golf ball. <laughs> 
and uh, it hurt. <laughs> Where <laughs> were you was, standing? <laughs> I was, so we were playing golf, and so it was my fault because I walked, right? So we were, he was hitting his shot, and I had the cart, like, next to him, and I walked up to see the green, be able to kind of look at the flag, like, where were we shooting to? And as I was walking back, like, he was about to swing, and I didn't think anything of it because, like, you don't get hit with a golf ball very often. No. But I, like, was moving on the side of him, and he just hit the, the golf ball hit the inside of his club and it just shot across. I heard the sound. I turned and I just saw this big orb. It happened so quick, just come flying at me and it hit me right in the top of my shoulder. Ooh. Six inches higher and we would not be recording. No, no I didn't bruise. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but it was the first time I ever got hit with a golf ball. And I lived to tell the tale. I just thought that was so funny. I was cracking up. I couldn't believe he hit me. Um, but shout out my dad. <laughs> Always stand uh, behind them. I know. You got to stand behind them. I guess I was just getting too uh, comfortable out there. Yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys. Please like, comment, subscribe. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys.